Welcome to the Sunshine Nutraceuticals podcast with your host, pharmacist, Michael, where you learn everything about happy, healthy living. Now, here's your host, pharmacist, Michael. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sunshine Nutraceutical podcast, episode number 14. I was speaking with my TikTok followers about what they would like to hear me talk about in this podcast, and many of them wanted to hear about post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD. So today, I'm just going to talk a little bit about what it is, how we know if you have it, and some of the treatments for it. Now, if you want to join my TikTok group, I go live every morning during the week at 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and my TikTok handle is at pharmacist underscore Michael. Now, what is PTSD? Well, a lot of people think that in order to have PTSD, you have to have something happen to you directly. If you directly experienced a traumatic event, that is definitely one of the criteria. But you can also witness an event that happens to others. You can discover an event that occurs to a close family member or friend. For instance, if you find your grandmother has passed away and you're the one that finds her, those type of things can lead to PTSD. It can also happen with people who have jobs, firefighters, policemen, you know, first responders, when they discover less than ideal situations, you know, murder scenes, things like that. In order to be diagnosed with PTSD, you have to have the presence of at least one of the following intrusive symptoms that are associated with that traumatic event. And there are five of these, and I will just list them. One is involuntary, recurrent, and distressing memories of the traumatic event. Distressing, recurrent dreams in which the content and or effect of the dream are related to the traumatic events. Dissociative reactions, or flashbacks, where the individual feels or acts as if traumatic events were recurring. Prolonged or intense psychological distress at exposure to cues, internal or external, that resemble or symbolize an aspect of the traumatic event. And finally, marked physiological reactions to these cues, external or internal, that resemble or symbolize the traumatic events. People with PTSD also avoid stimuli that are associated with the traumatic events. They make efforts to avoid distressing thoughts, memories, or feelings about the traumatic event. There are other criteria um, that are involved in diagnosing PTSD. Some things that may happen to these patients, they may have unprovoked irritable behavior and angry outbursts, um, self-destructive or reckless behavior, difficulty concentrating, problems with sleep, an exaggerated startle response, and we also have different specifiers that come with PTSD. We have PTSD with dissociative symptoms, if the person experiences persistent or recurrent symptoms of depersonalization, which is feeling detached from your body, or derealization, which is an unreality of surroundings. 
the world is experienced as unreal, dreamlike, distant, or distorted. So let's talk a little bit about signs and symptoms of PTSD. We already talked a little bit about this, but I'm going to go a little bit more into detail. We can think about PTSD symptoms as being in four different groups. The first one is intrusion. In this group, it would be physiological reaction to reminders of the trauma, distress at exposure to certain cues resembling the event, feeling that the traumatic event is recurring, recurrent disturbing dreams of the event, and recurrent intrusive distressing memories. The second set is avoidance. We talked a little bit about this as well. So you're going to avoid, these patients avoid thoughts, feelings, or conversations about the trauma and anything that reminds them of the trauma. The third set is reactivity. So this would be your decreased concentration, easily startled, trouble sleeping, irritability or angry outburst and reckless behavior. And the last one is mood and cognition. This one is the inability to recall important aspects of the trauma, negative expectations about oneself, others, or the world. And this is a big one that a lot of people don't realize. And this is something that, that you can work on with therapy. A lot of people that have suffered a traumatic event believe that they are less than normal even. They feel that they are responsible for the event themselves or that they will never be as good as other people. And this just flat out isn't true. The event itself is never the person's fault. You really need to make steps to believe in yourself and become the person that you were meant to be. Counseling is one of the ways that you can do that for sure. You know, we talk about this a lot during my live streams on TikTok, just working on yourself. Other parts of the mood are greatly reduced interest in related activities, detachment or estrangement from others, and inability to experience positive emotions. So you can see that PTSD really is a huge problem for people that have it. Some of these symptoms are life-changing for sure. So let's talk about the treatment guidelines of PTSD. First-line therapy includes trauma-focused psychotherapy, which is exposure-based or CBT, and pharmacotherapy with an SSRI or SNRI. If there's no response to the initial antidepressant dose, we can either increase the dose, consider a longer duration, switch to an S another SSRI or SNRI, or add psychotherapy. Now for PTSD, I am always going to recommend psychotherapy first line before the drugs because I believe that it has a better chance of actually working and no side effects. If there's a failure of the second trial of antidepressants, it's recommended to switch to another SSRI or SNRI, trimertazapine, or add psychotherapy. With the failure of three trials, we can augment, reevaluate diagnosis, switch to a tricyclic antidepressant, or consider the use of phenylzine. Now, phenylzine is a monoamine oxidase inhibitor with a ton of side effects, and you actually have to have a different diet for that. So that is going to be last line for sure. Now let's look at, at some of the non-drug treatments. 
Cognitive behavioral therapy typically involves 12 weekly sessions, and the patients are taught to identify and alter maladaptive or dysfunctional ways of thinking. This may be used alone or in conjunction with other therapies or medications. There's also something called eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, or EMDR. This entails eight stages, history, gathering, treatment, planning, patient preparation, systemic assessment of trauma-relevant targets, desensitization and reprocessing, installation of alternative positive cognitions, body scan for continuing discomfort or trouble spots, and closure designed to address constructive coping needs for future use. We can also use anxiety management techniques, which would be things like breathing exercises, progressive muscle relaxation, and stress inoculation training. 8 to 15 sessions are designed to reduce anxiety by developing patients' stress management skills. And again, the SSRIs. Now let's talk a little bit about the SSRIs. Which ones do we use? Which ones are approved? Paroxetine or Paxil and Sertraline or Zoloft are first-line pharmacotherapy agents for PTSD and are FDA approved for acute treatment of PTSD. Sertraline is also indicated for long-term use. Fluoxetine or Prozac is also listed as a first-line agent, but it's not FDA approved for PTSD. Other SSRIs may be beneficial, but there's insufficient evidence for recommendations as first-line agents. And these include Lexapro, Fluvoxamine, or Luvox, and Celexa. Other antidepressants that are not approved are Venlafaxine or Effexor, and the TCAs, Amipramine and Amitriptyline. A few other drugs that have been tried for PTSD, they're not approved. Um, some of these include some anticonvulsants, our second-generation antipsychotics, and adrenergic inhibitors such as prazosin. Now, I will tell you that prazosin can be very effective for PTSD, especially for dreams relating to combat veterans. Uh, we use prazosin a lot in the hospital for this, and you generally start at a very low dose and move it up based on effectiveness. Let me talk a little bit about my company, Sunshine Nutraceuticals. If you are suffering from PTSD, I recommend at least trying our anxiety formula. There are no drugs in this. It is all natural substances that come from plants. There are very little side effects, and a lot of people really get relief from the anxiety formula. You can find it at sunshinentc.com. Use the promo code podcast for 10% off. Shipping in the United States is always free. www.sunshinentc.com. Now in closing, I know this is a lot, but if you suffer from PTSD, you probably know it. There's a very, very good chance that you know why, unless things happen to you at a very young age. The best advice I can give you is to get help as soon as possible. Remember that whatever happened to you or whatever you witnessed is not your fault. Remember that you are an important person 
and that you are here for a reason and you are no less worthy of happiness than anybody else that walks on this earth. Work on yourself. If you don't have PTSD, I'm going to tell you the same thing. We are all equals on this planet. And how you feel is largely up to you. You need to try to do things that make you happy. Do the research. Get the therapy. Whatever it takes to get you to the level that you want to be happiness-wise. I know there was a lot in this podcast. This was something that my followers wanted to hear. So I felt obligated to talk about it. Um, if you have any questions, you can always email me at sunshine.nutraceuticals at yahoo.com. I try to answer every email that I get. And we will be back next week with another topic. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Sunshine Nutraceuticals podcast. Visit us today at www.sunshinentc.com. Have a happy, healthy life.